0: Hey there, everyone. Here we are at lesson 100. We are more than one quarter of the way through the book, and this is a good one. My part is essential. We've been talking about plans for salvation and so on, but now we're making it very clear. My part is essential. It's not optional to God's plan or love's plan for salvation. Salvation obviously bringing us back out of our madness, back to sanity, back to the awareness of being love ourselves. So then it starts at the beginning, just as God's Son, which is creation, completes the Father, which is creator, So our part completes the salvation plan. (laughs) It says salvation has got to reverse this crazy idea and belief in separate thoughts and separate bodies and separate lives and separate ways and separate ideas about what's important and what's not important. It says one function shared by all of these separate minds unites us in one purpose. Now, remember what a function is. The function is the natural or proper action for which a person or other thing is fitted or employed. It's our natural and proper action. That's our function. Since as we think we're separated things, we need to unite back together and we do that when we share a common purpose. Because, as it says, each one of us Is equally essential. Get that. Everyone is essential. There aren't any throwaway people. There aren't any throwaway aspects to creation. Everybody has an essential part in wholeness. So God's will for us is perfect happiness. And why would we choose something else? That would be insane the saved for us to take in working out his plan is given so we can be restored to what he wills for us, which is happiness. Why would I not want to cooperate in a plan for my happiness? We'll actually find out later, but it's throwing out the question at this point. This part, our part, is as essential to his plan for everything, for wholeness, as it is to our happiness. Our joy, our happiness has to be complete so that his plan of perfect happiness for everybody can be understood by the people we run into, the people he sends to us that we encounter. Everyone can see when we're happy and when we're feeling joyful, and they can see that that option is there for them as well. They can see what happiness looks like. Happiness is not theoretical. So it starts the next paragraph by reminding us again, we are indeed essential to God's plan or love's plan. Without our joy, joy just isn't the fullness of joy. The same with our smile. If we're not smiling, we're sad. And if we're sad, we're saying basically the plan of God doesn't work. Don't bother. So our part in, you might say, saving the world isn't being taken care of by us. And no one laughs because all laughter can but echo ours. And then it says the same thing again in the next paragraph. This is very unusual when two paragraphs side by side begin with exactly the same sentence. But this one does. It's trying to make a point. You are indeed essential to love's plan. So just as our light increases every light that shines in heaven or in wholeness, so our joy on earth, here where we seem to be, calls to every mind to let go of sorrow. Remember, sorrow can only come when the ego is in there telling stories. And take our place in God's plan. God's messengers, that would be all of us, are joyous, Joy heals sorrow. You can't be joyous and in despair at the same time. So joy is proof that happiness is our birthright, that it's here for us, and this is available freely for anyone who will accept this gift. So we don't want to be sad today, because if we do, we fail to take our part. Once again, here's this word, a third time in a row, that's essential to love's plan, as well as to our expanded vision. Remember, sadness is of the ego. Sadness is a sign that you would rather play some other part instead of this essential part in bringing wholeness back into our minds that's been given us. And so therefore we just fail to show the world how great happiness can be for everyone. So today, we're going to try again to understand joy is our function. Now remember, function is our natural or proper action. That's what's built into us. So if we're going to be sad, our part isn't fulfilled. And the world is thus deprived of our quotient of joy, so to speak, that makes up the wholeness of joy. We're only asked, To be happy so that everyone can see those who still are drawn to sadness can see how much they're loved and how much sorrow can disappear no fear troubles anyone so we're asked to be god's messengers today to bring his peace to everyone who sees us and interacts with us and sees that we're feeling happy and safe and all is well And we're going to prepare today, again, we're doing the five-minute practice things for every hour, by just allowing the sense of happiness in us to arise. Now remember, I hope that you've heard something else I've said someplace, not necessarily in these lessons, that our emotional state is caused by our thoughts. And so if these are the thoughts that we engage with, then feeling happier and safer and more joyous and more peaceful is going to be automatic. That is the reason why we're asked to focus on these truthful thoughts, because when you do, The stress response gets quiet, you feel safe again, you can begin to expand, you can begin to feel peaceful, you cannot feel that happiness, you can't feel that safety while you think you're a non-essential throwaway person that nobody cares about. That's very stress-inducing. Okay, now begin these exercises with today's thought. I am essential, I am essential, I am essential. The part that is my essential part is to be happy. That's the only thing that's asked of us is to be happy. That's hardly a sacrifice. We've been wrong in believing that sacrifice is asked of us. No sacrifice is asked in order to be happy. In other words, there's not a payment due. And we've been so wrong in thinking we have ever been asked to lose or to sacrifice or even to die. So now we're going to try to find this joy to prove to ourselves and all the world that this is the plan for us. God's will is the way we were created, and it's our function. This is our natural way of being. We're going to find it here and we're going to find it now, and this is why we came. For all of us who felt like something was missing, it was. What was missing was our joy and that substance of peace, and that's because we were just believing a bunch of things that aren't true. So let this be the day when we succeed. Be undismayed by all these little thoughts and foolish goals that you pass as you ascend to meet the Christ in you, as you ascend to become aware of love's presence. Now, you might think of that, those of you who are more scientifically oriented, as raising the frequency of your energy field. In other words, the higher and more refined your energy field gets as you practice these very loving, peaceful thoughts, you can see how the word ascension is used. And then it says, he will be there. Love will be there. You can reach this now. What could you possibly want in place of this experience What little thought has power to hold you back when you decide what you want to do, which is to take your essential part? What foolish goal can keep you from success when he who calls to you is God himself? When it's love that's calling to you, we miss it. That's what we want. That's what we want to experience. We've looked in the wrong places for the right thing. He will be there. Love will be there. We are essential to this plan to bring everyone into the oneness fold. So we're the messengers, and we must find out what he would have us give. In other words, we've got to find the happiness and the joy and peace because that's what we're going to pass along. It is yourself. It is the whole one consciousness, if you want to think of it that way, that's calling to us today. And it is the same consciousness that's answering. Every time we tell ourselves, We are essential to love's plan for the transformation of the world. A pretty tall order, but one that's guaranteed to succeed. I hope you have a beautiful day today. Goodbye.